Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Lost Hills is a new podcast about a mystery in idyllic Malibu, California, when a man goes camping with his two young daughters and doesn't make it home alive. After his death, the cops follow a crumb trail of clues and arrest a survivalist they find camping in the woods. That's when things get complicated. Lost Hills is a shocking story that uncovers a dark truth about law enforcement in Malibu, California. Listen to Lost Hills on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, 20 Day Fiance. Hello. I am, unfortunately, the lesser known uh, woman who had a multi-child pregnancy pentamom. Uh, but I have my child one day before Octomom. Or I have my five children one day before Octomom. And then Octomom came out and completely ate, ate up the airwaves. And I was left not knowing anything. Uh, those kids are now all professional badminton, boogie boarders, surfers, ping pong, uh, Fortnite, and vape cloud. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Cloud chasing, I believe. It was like, or cloud competitions. That's what they're very skilled in. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Sophia Alexandra. Wow, that is a lot of words. That's I'm proud of you. That seems like you've been through a lot. And, you know. It's like Willa Ford, you know. Her album came out and 9-11 ruined her career. <laughs> That's what she says. It's very tragic. <laughs> I just love that. The, the thing that someone took away from 9-11 is something about them. About Willa Ford. <laughs> Willa Ford. Yo, she was... People thought she was really going to do something. Uh, but a, a lot of albums came out that week. I mean, she had she had that one hit that was like... Remember that song? Like a bird or something? Sure. No, that's Nelly Furtado. No, I know it's not that one. It's something. Uh, I wow, be bad. the oh, Furtado heads are had. really upset right now. Oh no! I, look, I stand Nelly Furtado. You know, can uh, I just fucking introduce myself? Oh yes, please. I'm sorry. Um, hi, I mm-hmm. am uh the model for the angel baby stamps that you see, where it's like a cherub. With the wings that mm-hmm. are, you know, mm-hmm. is on the stamps. I am the model for that cherub, Miles oh. Gray. Wow. Is that a lot of money? Do you get royalties after the fact? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. For every single stamp bought, I get one quarter of one cent. Okay. That's. That's a that's lot. What's, what's that? Well, yeah. Is that like, so what do you, what are we talking here? I'm a billionaire. Oh, shit. Okay. Excuse you. Sorry. Um, just to talk about Willa Ford, July 17th, 2001, she released Willa Was Here with the single I Wanna Be Bad with Royce da 59 Shout out to Real Hip Hop. Uh, you already know it's Independent Thought and Prime in the building. Hey. Uh, all props to Royce da 59 one of the great uh, lyricists of our time. And then she put out a single later. Didn't get much attention. Then she explained the reason as the song was released. Okay, so the other song was supposed to come out September 11th. That was like her next big single. And it was ruined by the terrorist attacked. attack. Is what she says. Um, there's also um, a comedian out of uh, Maine named Bob Marley whose career was ruined by JFK getting assassinated. A white guy from Wait, his Maine. actual legal that name was wasn't even a joke? His legal name was Bob okay. Marley. Poor and, choice. <laughs> and his whole career, I guess, was like um, doing impressions and making fun of... The impressions were of, of John F. Kennedy and making fun of the Kennedys. And then JFK got assassinated, and that ruined Bob Marley's career. Oh, oh, this was back in the '60s. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I don't see. I'm high. Okay, so that's 420 bonus for me. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this that 
this guy was doing old JFK material and then his career. <laughs> oh no, this man. was in that real sucks. time man this was in the 60s so willa ford bob marley you would be like oh this is an interesting lineup for a concert <laughs> <laughs> but i think jay-z's album also came out on that 9-11 i want to say ghetto fabulous fabulous's album also came out i'm a big fabulous 9/11. fan um i just yep released on september 11 2001 yes okay look call me brain, a fabulous it, uh, F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. L-A-S-S. Fabulous. I mean... Oof. That's female fans of Fabulous go by that. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into it. That was that was a strong intro just to get to the point where we tell people, hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to 420 Day Fiance. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, yeah, this is a podcast about uh, our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations, and we like to talk about it while we're elevated. So yeah. welcome. Thank you. This is half game show, half recap. Strap on half in. Let's do this. Sociological analysis, I would say. At least. Um, there are treatises on postmodern feminism that just very casually escape from the lips of our hosts um those are just things we steal from reddit basically we find like really cool smart <laughs> shit on reddit and then we just say it like like we it's our words that's what podcasting is so let's get into episode five 90 day fiance the other way episode five wing and a prayer i don't um okay is that a thing I don't really like that. That's like the kind of thing that someone would say who has like a live, laugh, love like plaque at their house. You know what I mean? Wing and a prayer. Yeah. I'm I'm really bad at certain like colloquialism. So I feel like, is this a pun? This is a thing you say on a wing and a prayer? I don't think it's a pun. Wing and a prayer. Okay, let's just, I'm sorry. Look, we're two. I don't. Two immigrants. I mean, I'm an immigrant. Yeah, I mean, look, my mom wasn't doing me any favors. I can tell you some old Japanese proverbs if you want to get down on those. The meaning I got, of it in a difficult I got situation. Mushroom sayings on mushroom sayings in Russian. Uh, relying on meager resources and luck to get out of it. Okay, I see. It's a reference to World War II uh, for, I guess, oh, they needed some pilots and they were saying she's coming in on one wing in a prayer. That's a very beautiful origin. Yeah, well, they're saying they're attacked by Japanese pilots. So, you know what? This, the full circle has come back. It does have something to do with Japan, I guess. <laughs> I was, I thought maybe it was like, that would be kind of like a cool, like maybe a less problematic chicken restaurant I could get behind, Wing in a Prayer. That oh, was, shit. That sounds know, delicious now that you put it like but that. But they weren't like Chick-fil-A where like they give to like anti-gay groups. They're like truly like in the spirit of Jesus. They're like, we're just yeah. trying to help everybody out. They no love everybody, poor people, gay people. They don't care on a wing and a prayer. We're open Sunday mornings and it's free. Welcome to Wing and a Prayer. That is a world I want to live in. That's beautiful. I you think know, right now the world is pretty much like on on a prayer and a fuck you. Yeah. Damn, I would love I would love a wing. Too. I know. Are you and starving? I'm really starving and I could use some chicken right now. I will I have a habit I've developed of always eating some kind of fried fast like hot chicken after we record. I get but really I get mad off the Zoom because call really quick and I go, I got to go. I have to go get my hot chicken. I get really mad because I don't have a hot chicken place out here that I know is good. So, like, what am I supposed to do? And then you keep mentioning it, and then I get all excited. Shut up. Okay. Well, one day I'll, I'll drive it out to you. So, look. Yazan and Brittany. Yeah. What a – so, again, this man has really made a scene in the parking lot of the airport because his wife is insensitive. You know, the the – the thing just got weird. She hugged somebody. She had Patron. Immediately, it this turned into like a nightmare scenario where she is not being chased or conservative or anything. She is turning up in the parking lot. Uh, but for, I think, American people, it just seemed like she was just greeting other people. But I get it. This is what happens when we have such uh, like polar opposite cultures coming together. 
Um, it's weird to try to choose a side here because neither of them yeah. care about the other person's no. <laughs> culture or where they're from. So you're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, she should have cared more, but also he should know that like her hugging one of the crew members doesn't mean anything. But on the other yeah. hand, why did she whip out her tequila? But on the other other hand, just like let her have her tequila in her bag, whatever. She's American. I don't she fucking know. She pulled, she said she pulled pulled out a bottle of tequila. Does that now I'm curious what that meant. Like that he saw it and she pulled it out, or she like the way it sounded was like I hugged him and then I then he got mad because I pulled out a bottle of tequila. Maybe he showed them. Maybe the people's like, hey, don't worry. Hey, turn up. I got the tequila. And he's like, what well, what this? we saw turn from the last episode is like she didn't take it out and show it to him. He saw it in her bag. Right. That's what they That's said. That's at least what I remember. Right. So I don't fucking know. But I Who guess cares? the point it's, is. Yeah. It's a slow-mo <laughs> car crash. Nobody. That's We know it's a bad, bad situation. Like you said, he wants to control her. And she cannot be controllable. In fact, she will do whatever the fuck, no matter how offensive it could be to your sensibilities. It's just like me at all costs, no matter what. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then they get in the car and it goes from bad to worse to worse to now we're just full on fucking screaming at each other, like telling her, shut the fuck up. We're just like, enough, shut your mouth. And she's like, you need to shut the fuck up. I'll tell you this. He's not ready for her mouth. I got to say, though, the second he stuck his hand out and put it in mm -hmm. her face. It was a wrap. I was done with his ass. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. You put that hand in my face like that. It's going to get broken and I will leave and fly the fuck back to America. Do not say enough, enough, we'll enough, 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 enough repeatedly at me like that and put your fucking hand in my face telling me to shut up no thank you that is not happening so i was furious on her behalf and then he was just saying like don't talk please it's like no if yeah. you're in a fight with your girlfriend you can't tell her not to talk he, he did what the, are like, you doing dude? school of like shithead mediation where basically he's like I'll, i'm just gonna be the most outwardly aggressive and violent to end the argument like the way the last enough that he was like screaming Ooh. was just basically being like i'm gonna drown you out with my like aggression basically don't like, put that's your where, that's where we're at and I'm don't like, put yeah, all that bass in your voice that's negative 100k I mean, I think for I think hand in to. the face and and all of that. And I got to say, Brittany, that's minus 50K for not respecting his culture. OK, wait. So what, what was the first one? Isn't it both? What, it came, what came up? What, minus 100 from him. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Minus 50 for Brittany. 50 for Brittany. It's I think they're pretty by the end. We're just going to put them both in Transylvania because this is they're both up. They're both yes. headed towards each other with equal velocity and bullshit. Like there's no need for these people to be together whatsoever. Like it's nothing. All bad. All bad. One hundred percent. And um, I got to say that someone after pissing you off that much and being such a dick saying, why you cry, Brittany? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> If you don't know why she's crying, I don't even know how to relate to you as like a human being. Like, what's your issue? Like, I don't, I truly don't get it. That um, is a man who is not able to articulate properly what's going on, basically saying, wait, hold on. You're saying me getting so angry and violent just now made you cry? Is that what you're saying? Please don't tell me that because like, I don't think that should make you cry. So why are you crying because of that? Because I, I don't think I, I did that thing and that's normal and you would just be quiet. Okay. Uh, I felt bad for her. And then, um, though, right after she was like, I don't have anyone here. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. This is you why your dad, dad said don't fucking move to Jordan out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. When you have zero support system, you don't know anyone, including your fiance. 
Mm-mm. The way he was just having to smile through everything, he's like, "That's okay, Brittany. You know, you—that's not gonna be too great when you go over there to Jordan. I don't think Yazan is gonna be too happy about that when he hears you're not actually divorced. But anyway, honey, I'm gonna just smile through here because, unfortunately, I'm a, from a generation of men who can't actually process their emotions too well, so they do something like this, and it's gonna turn into a chronic illness in my." 70s <laughs> that's plus 200k for a flawless impression that you know was between him and cleveland from the cleveland yeah, I don't show no it is kind of like that but his it he it really is painful to see because i was like man if your father could he would be bear hugging you and forcibly keeping you off of that plane and just completely doing the dumbest shit ever because like i'm being like so crazy right now (laughs) oh my god i'm being so crazy right now moving to a country where like don't have anyone and everybody probably hates the way that i naturally am because i'm not willing to like pay attention and just like give up my culture for their culture so it's just gonna go great probably that's cool, you know. Just gonna twerk. I'm gonna just gonna twerk my way into their hearts. Oh, uh, I do you think she's gonna twerk in Jordan? No, right? If she doesn't, then I don't even understand what 90 Day Fiance is doing out there. It's I uh you'd hope she won't, but you never know. I could see it in some kind of sequence where it gets petulant and it's like, you know what? Then I'm gonna do me. Check this out. Hey. Maybe she'll be the first person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll be the first person to twerk in a burka and a twerka. I don't think so. I have a feeling that was already like a really problematic sketch comedy video that like got that blew up on YouTube in 2014. <laughs> if Nicole Arbor blew up for hating black, uh, fat people, don't you think yeah. that 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 twerking in a burka could has a shot out there? I mean, we had boob twerking. That was a thing, too. Mm hmm. So the world's think, a yeah, complicated place. It really is. And I think we should move on. Actually, yes, I agree. Actually, troubled waters too. I do like that. He, she tried to make him bring her bags in and he just left. That made me laugh really hard. Yeah. That's, I mean, look, they're like all, that. I'm not all, like, like there's no good side over here, I guess. And I just like that. Someone is bossy enough to be like, yeah, I'm not bringing my bags. You have to get my bags. I'm not helping you. And then he's like, I'm going to go and just gets in his car and leaves. That's amazing. Both of those are amazing. They're just just trash. Like we're just, you know what it is? This is one of those things where it's like, this used to be the kind of relationships we would get into like when we weren't as mature. And it was just like, what the fuck are we? Like you would realize you're like, what the fuck was I doing with that person? There was really nothing aside from consensual sex that was there, but I was just like, I guess this is a relationship, but I don't know how to like say anything. You don't know how to like say anything either. So we'll just scream and then take my money because you want (laughs) fast food. (sighs) They don't even have sex in common, though. That's true. Because they don't even have sex. So it's just like kind of confusing. What's the point? Yo, like, what are you getting out of this? Y'all are too different and too impatient and you don't care about each other enough to make this work. It's just weird and uh You're a cool guidance counselor in a high school. What's the point, yo, if you're not having <laughs> sex, guys? Come on. <laughs> Senior year. All right, so where are you going to college? <laughs> Arizona uh, University. Oh, where the fuck it. it's is like on? University of Arizona. Or Arizona State University. It is. That's what I meant. Okay, moving on to Devin. Or Pac-12, whatever it is now. Uh, Devin and Jihoon. Jihoon. So my first note is he packs like a fuckboy. He packs packs like a fuckboy. What do you mean he packs like a fuckboy? When you just throw all your shit in a plastic trash bag. I didn't even pay attention to that part. Yo, that's packing like a fuckboy. Even okay. his parents were like, yo, you're just going to throw your shit in a trash bag? Okay. I mean, 
he doesn't do anything with any kind of thought into it. So we shouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised he wasn't just like walking with handfuls of his belongings being like, are we going to the new house now? Like Ji Hoon is more than useless. And it is truly a shame to see a man be a father who is that useless. And when his parents are like, Hey, how do you feel about uh, your wife and kids coming over? He said, I want to die. Yeah. Oh, God. If I'm that's gonna die, I die. not what we're, wor- what we're, well, we're hoping why, for. That's why, you know, he <laughs> has a nice apartment of his own, studio, bachelor pad in Castlevania. So, mm. I mean, I, we would take points away, but this man is only, and I use man just very, like, quite in the dictionary loosely. term. Very loosely. Yeah. He, I don't know. This, he knows how bad it is. He knew how bad it was going to be. He still could not act. He's about to reap what he has sown. And he's just like going to take it. It's just so weird. He's so inactive and inert that it's just like he, it's like that fucking uh, scene in like Austin Powers where the dude gets killed by the steamroller, like the slow motion steamroller. And he's just like, no. And the shit's going like two miles an hour. It's like, bro, you have fucking time. Get your shit together. And you don't have to just be screaming. Cut to him getting fucking. Oh, there's some parrots flying on my window. Shout out to Whoa, oh, what? shout out to the parrots. Yep. Uh, if you heard that, listener, that's a shout parrot out to bonus. Parrots. Parrot bonus. Uh, that's his 100 points. Uh, but he really didn't. Do, he doesn't do shit. And then so now he's like dreading it because he already knows Alicia is a fucking monster. Okay, we didn't. We saw. We got a little bit of a taste. But now we're getting. We're seeing. Okay. There is a reason why he's dreading this too, because his her mother is an absolute demon. How about the fact that some of my favorite shade ever thrown on Ninety Day Fiance is by Ji Hoon's mom, who says mm. about Devin, she doesn't mm. try to be too likable or lovely. <laughs> She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to try too hard. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was a brutal. You know what? And you then... can just let those go. You know, we don't we don't really need those. The likable or lovely. You can just you can, don't forget about those. Don't no pressure on that. And then, dude, the thing that angered me, though, was when Jihoon said, Devin is not the ideal daughter in law. I'm like, yeah. hey, look in the mirror, you piece of shit. You think you're ideal. You don't have a job. And you couldn't even rent an apartment for your fucking wife. She did it out of another country. Mm -hmm. Really? Although, hey, man, looks like everybody was on the same page being like, hey, you should have checked this place out before letting your wife long distance book an apartment from Utah to in South Korea. Are you for real, everybody? Come on. Everyone involved, really? No. And I understand, Devin, you're like, I have to put this family on my shoulders but at that point, that should be a red flag when you're going, this man has me like from another continent trying to find an apartment in a language I don't speak. Is he serious? Is he serious? That's How about the fact that even though she did all that work, he still wouldn't go check it out? No. He's- Bitch, how busy were you? You couldn't take one drive out <laughs> there to just be like, hey, is this a hovel? Is this chill? I'm going to be living here with my wife and baby and another fucking toddler. What is his fucking deal? Now, here's the thing. Okay, before it didn't seem that bad from the exterior. And normally on the show, when they like once like the the, you know, accommodations are that bad, they'd like to exploit the fuck out of those kinds of visuals. And when they do like the preview for the next episode, I feel like they would have blasted images of how like fucked up the apartment was or whatever. So I don't know. It, it could be bad. It seemed like they were when the mom was like, I don't know. Look at this place. I've never been out of the US. Korea is so dirty. There was like a woman sweeping like asphalt. Like when they said that shot, I was like, that did not look dirty to me. Like aside from your like sort of xenophobic idea of like what this other country is. Um but yeah, whatever. Maybe it was like a little bit working class, but like, shit, come on, Alicia. Damn, Alicia. And her mouth. I feel like what I don't, doing? regardless of like what I thought of that place, which, yeah, you're right, did not make a strong impression on me as like horrible or anything. 
but yeah. he still should have checked it out. That's the least he could have done when she oh, rented no. it for a I'm, month. The, she spent only the money. Only thing I'm defending you is that been like, inanimate oh, property. Yeah, just fucking go over there and see what it's like so you can be like, oh, this is a good deal. Oh, no, this isn't a good deal. Anyway, um, then they yeah. go and pick up Devin. And... Well, they already picked him up. I think we jumped a little he- bit ahead yes, sequentially. No, I guess what I'm trying to say is after they picked up Devin, um, mm-hmm. it was funny to me that um, Jihoon's parents did not consider that alicia might like hug the shit out of them and when she did Mm -hmm. they were like shocked and they were like in oh in korea in laws bow and then they were like uh alicia hugged me really tight it was nice yeah it was so cute did you not think that was the cutest thing in the world the second i saw when like because Devin was like, oh, man, I was hoping his parents wouldn't be here because my mother is a nightmare. Um, and you could tell she was just, you know, big baller brand energy. Come on, bring it in. What are we in-laws here? Bring it in here. I I was like, yep. I, I already knew the Koreans were going to be like, okay, this is not how we do it at all. Uh, but a, a hug is always appreciated. It's almost like a novelty thing. Cause like, even with my Japanese family, like I have to be like, yo, come on, come here. Let me, I'm gonna hug you. Don't, don't, no, 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 no bowing. You're my cousin. Come here. I'm gonna hug this shit out of you. And then I was like, ah, all right, <laughs> let me get a little, <laughs> let's get a little hug on. So, you know, shout out to hugs. That's uh, so cute. But I just don't like Alicia. So I have a bad, her energy was so bad off the rip. I was like, nah, I just don't, I can, I just knew I did not like, this woman and she proves it from the get-go when she's in the car just being so rude and disrespectful like what the fuck are we doing oh oh my god why are you cursing uh, in front of people uh, you've never met before can you consider that that's not like okay maybe no that's not what they're used to i really was wincing through that i was like please stop cursing your daughter already gave you a hand signal being like don't do that they're not i mean luckily they didn't know about the f-bombs but like i like i curse but when i'm around people who don't like that or who aren't okay with that i don't curse my friend christine's mom church going woman i could never fucking curse around her so when i'm around her i respect that how hard is it to just curb your tongue for a little bit if you know somebody else isn't cool with it and like it makes them uncomfortable cool with it or not even though he was like thank god my mom doesn't know f-word uh because Uh that would have changed things she it's just more like to to be so outwardly vocal about your displeasure of something that other people aren't in control of or just like you're just trying to basically say like like wah i don't fucking like this place and i'm just gonna do it in the loudest way possible it's just so selfish like you just fucking up the whole vibe you know because you are uncomfortable uncomfortable but at the same time take a second and understand you're in somewhere different. Things are going to be very different than you are used to because you're going to an entirely different place. So you know what, uh, Alicia? Just just please shut the fuck up. Well, what, what the is the... Up. How much How much is that I have 700,000 points here. Minus 700,000 Yeah, points. that's what I have too. Mm-hmm. And that's mild. And the thing I that think- drives me crazy is when she's like... Maybe I'm a spoiled American, but Mm. don't say but when you start it that way, that's how you know you are. You are a spoiled American. You do not disrespect people like that. You're hanging out with Jihoon's fucking parents. You don't know how to be civil. If you're tired, just be quiet. Right? Right. I'm tired off a 22 hour flight. There's nap in your seat, bitch. Quiet. Why can't white bitches sometimes be quiet? I know it's hard for us. I'm teaching myself to be quiet all the time, but we got to do it. If you have to say, you know, that's such a disingenuous way of just admitting your bullshit qualities. Because if you ever begin a sentence like that, maybe I'm blank, but you're just saying, yes, I am spoiled American, is what I'm saying. Because it didn't put anything. Maybe I'm racist. But that's never going to come out in a way where you're going to be like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work like that. Uh, but yeah, sure. You already know. You have your like weird self-awareness, which I think is doubly like it's, it's just shittier when you're you have that little bit of self-awareness because you're not just like 
completely oblivious to the fact that you're, you know, you're like forcing your narrow worldview on everything you experience. But whatever. I look, Alicia, just please, miss, you will be in Pennsylvania soon enough. Maybe. Or maybe not. We don't know. Jury's out. I, I think we know she's going to end up in Pennsylvania. I have a feeling, yeah. Yeah. There's, exactly. there's no way that she isn't. Because the thing about her, like I said, you can, white people, a great option is always shutting the fuck up. You know? She yeah. was in that car going to a place. Here's something that's just simple to think about. She was going to a place that's already been rented for a month. Is she going to mm-hmm. change anything by being a huge bitch about it? No, she isn't. No. Is she going to help the situation by every minute remarking on how small the streets are or how the car doesn't seem like it'll be able to get through? Literally, it costs you zero cents and zero dollars to shut the fuck up. Just sit in the car and nap after your 22-hour flight. That's all I'm suggesting. Sit there and yeah. nap until you get to the place. And then once you're there and you guys have gotten some sleep and you've settled in, then you can look around and decide, hey, is this somewhere we want to stay? But this like attitude of entitlement and already hating on a place you don't know that you've not even been inside, mm-hmm. just despicable and gross. Well, you know, good luck to that. But we will see. We shall see. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with Geico, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And we have some new blood. Yeah, I didn't even know there was going to be a new couple. Tim and Melisa. Yeah, and you know, he loved to say Colombia. Um, as we know, Tim really respects it, you know, because she's from Medellin, not Medellin. If he was really going to get with it, get jiggy with it. Um, and like he's a real from Paisa Dallas. Wood, but no. So from Dallas by way of like Iowa, by way of a few places, ended up there, got into some weird shit. He used to be called Cheese Stick because he, I guess, he might look like a cheese stick. <laughs> and he played flute. Definitely, I definitely caught that band photo of uh, him being a concert flautist. And then he I must met have Melissa. missed that shit for real. <laughs> oh, I was. I was like when they were doing the intervention style like slideshow like and this was my life until 24 like what was, so he, okay he has a bit of a troubled past he at some point just ended up started wait you know, wait wait and wait 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 wait, wait 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 before we get into that which he does when he's 24 mm-hmm. can we just remark on what he says uh, after saying all of the places that he's lived in which is like what you said Iowa by way of blah 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 he goes. Oh, I guess I just uh, exemplify all of America. You know, sandwiches, hot dogs, 4th of July. <laughs> Hamburgers. That's what he thinks America is. Can you please acknowledge that? He thinks America is sandwiches, it, hot dogs, it, and the 4th of July. Wait, it wasn't hamburgers? No, nope. It should be hamburgers, hot dogs. He did not say that. He said sandwiches, hot dogs. Okay. Hell yeah. The Fourth of July, honestly, if you, you expect too much of this country, if you describe it's America it's a and those are <laughs> those are your three things that you describe America with, I feel like you shouldn't be able to be American. Like they should kick you out. That's not okay. Okay, then what do you want to say? White supremacist, capitalist, patriarchy. Boom! That's real. <laughs> 
You know? And 4th of July. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no. And pizza. Wow. Yeah, that does make sense because that does feel more American where it's sort of like, even though it's brought over here by immigrants that also had their time of being like ostracized it. and vilified. It's like, yeah, now that's ours. Pizza Hut. Sorry. You're going to like fucking build a bridge, like a fucking uh, launching pad off of it. Uh, shoot missiles off your, your Napoleon, Neapolitan crust. Yeah, okay. it tra- tracks. It tracks. The other thing we should talk about, because we have been uh, talking about whether, you know, meow, if you get with a cat lady, meow, or maybe you're with <laughs> a, a, de- a dude who gets downs with dogs, woof, woof, woof. what that is like. Um, and this man, Shirley, meow, is a bit of a cat, meow. I'm so sorry. He's got so an emotional sorry. support cat. He is... <laughs> crazy he makes this cat go outside on a leash when the cat doesn't want to i've seen cats that do want to go outside and like fine leashes this motherfucker he's dragging this cat on its stomach across the grass and then when he realizes like that's still not getting the cat to walk this motherfucker gets on all fours and tries to show the cat how to walk in the grass this is when i was like nope Tim, you are already in Cancelvania for me personally. Okay, so, I will never no, forgive you for this. That's, I'm wow, so you, sorry. Wow. Why? Why can't he look? He loves his cat. If you're teaching your fucking cat how to be a cat outdoors, no. Get a, get a real hobby. I don't know. Fight against racism. Do anything else. Maybe he's teaching truly. that cat. It has to be able to be comfortable on all kinds of terrain for the cat to effectively fight racism, Sophia. <laughs> uh, what's the cat going to fight racism from our living room? No, the cat's got to hit the fucking streets. Unless that cat exposes Sean King, I am not down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You never know. The, the other thing about this guy, he car- he's carrying the cat into the pet store. Where, and when they established that, I'm like, oh, no, is this a man who will always walk around with, like, his own Mr. Bigglesworth? Like, that's, like, his whole vibe, Dr. Claw? Meow. Is that how he gets down? You got to carry a cat, though. That's normal. Like, oh, you so saw you that cat going... doesn't go on a leash. You got to carry the fucking cat. He said it's an emotional support animal. Now, does that... You think he's saying that because just for the flight? Because it's not like he's going to cruise the streets of Columbia with the cat on his shoulder. Right? He's a fucking loser who's lying about the cat being its um, his emotional su- emotional support animal. The only thing that that cat does is like uphold his fragile masculinity, as we find out later when is you find masculinity? out his secrets. Secrets. Can we talk hey, about his secret over there? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said masculinity earlier i was like masculinity mm-hmm, i hear it loud and clear now this melissa woman he met in college when he was in his like later 20s she was there because she was an au pair in town and then she had to go to where did she go after what was the next city she had to go to boston or something i don't think, I think I that's wrote, what it was i didn't write down the city whatever it's it's not as important. Bottom line is she had to go back to Colombia, Colombia, and he wanted to, you know, be with her. But he was just saying, like, you know, unfortunately, uh, I the, the plan was going to be for her to come up to the United States. And, and that could have happened. But, you know, I, I fucked it up. These secrets. Yeah, we don't find out right away until the next commercial break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How dare they? Uh, I know. They made us wait for one minute, 30 seconds. How dare they? And they told us, I guess, when we see his ass cry in front of his friends that- At an axe bar. What had happened was he Mm -hmm. cheated on my Lisa. Uh, Or May Lisa? May Lisa. May Lisa. He cheated on her. With uh, a local bitch. A co-worker. I guess he was lonely, so he cheated with a co-worker. And what I loved about him coming clean about this in front of his friends is his friends were pissed. 
and Yo, took Marisol, her side. How dope was, was it like, to see all those uh, women be like, fuck you. I would hit you yeah. on her behalf. Uh, you are trash. Go fuck yourself. I am upset with you. Oh, How can you live with yourself? Like, mm. Te voy a matar, baboso. I thought mm. Marisol was going to hop across the fucking table and just glass him. But she didn't because she's a kind god. And, you know, that's a restraint bonus for Marisol. How uh, much is that? A holding, holding your sisters down bonus, too. Uh, they add up to a nice 2 million points for Marisol. Um, Very nice. And also Very a shout out to the nice. other homegirl, too. Um, both of friends I, were dope. I, I, they were like, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I hope you know. And they were his friends. To... They weren't even really her friends. They were just they like, were bro, not. they were holding their... They were holding their friend accountable. You love to see it. You love to see you it. You love to see it. And they were like, they also were like, my Lisa is one of the kindest people we've ever met. She mm -hmm. is truly goodness personified. She's a delight. Literally, one of his friends said this sentence. I don't think he deserves her. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm. <sighs> Ooh, Damn! Straight into my veins. I love to see it. Tim is fucked. Nobody's gonna be. He, he has. You know, I'm. This is the thing I'm really curious about. If he is truly, he seems like a cult type slime guy. I just, whenever a guy cries that much without actually doing anything about his behavior, I just automatically like all of the red flags come up for me. I'm like. Mm -hmm. You ain't shit. Crocodile tears. Those ain't real. And butterfly kisses <laughs> and crocodile tears. That's beautiful, Isn't Miles. that that song? I know. That's that weird-ass song like when um, like the dad wants to fuck the bride at the wedding, right? Oh, my God. What? They play that song. I don't have butterfly a dad, so this is crazy for me. What are you even There's like saying? this song they'll play like for the the father and the bride dance that has like wild, wild incest. Like what? Like, you know, it's like well, it's just sort of like infantilizing your daughter and like how you're basically handing her off to like a man, Bob Carlisle. Oh butterfly my god! Will you kisses. send me that song? That's wild. Uh, hold on. I, I, I'm going to read them to you because I don't even know the why lyrics? we have to take the, we got to take it here, but it says butterfly kisses. Okay. okay this is, this is, there's two things I know for sure. She wasn't, she was sent here from heaven and she's daddy's little girl. As I drop to my knees by her bed at night, she talks Ew, to Jesus what? and I close my eyes and I thank God for all of the joy in my life. Oh, but most of all, for butterfly kisses after bedtime prayer, sticking little white flowers all up in her hair, walking but walk beside the pony, daddy. Oh, <laughs> it's my first ride. I know the cake looks funny, daddy, but I sure tried. Oh, with all that I've done wrong, I must have done something right. Butterfly kisses. So yeah, sweet sixteen. Then it's talking about all this other stuff. It's like walking through the life. I don't know. Like when I was listening, I'm like, what's all right. I have never even heard of the song. And Jaquise just said only white people play that at weddings. Yeah. I've only heard that uh, white at a white wedding. So, and I remember hearing the first time it. and I was like, and then other people were like, you don't know butterfly kisses. I'm like, no, there's usually like a something different. Not, no, no, no. Not, not songs that you're like, you're so distracted by the lyrics. You forget something like, what? Oh, okay. Do you? Wow, anyway, I have never heard of this song. It's for a lot of times, like if you went, so if weird. you're like a church, church going family, church going white family, that's like more because it's in that vein of like wholesome, you know, father guardian, um, and you know, you're whatever. It makes whatever, me like think of those. Uh, what are those like dances that the girls take their dads to? What are those called? Oh, like a purity ball? Yes, purity balls. That's what this makes me think of. But that's like the kind oh, of song yeah. they'd play at that. Oh yeah, for sure. There would definitely be people if you went to if you went to a purity ball, you were definitely if you were bawling, Bob Carlisle came to the wedding to sing Butterfly Kisses live. And you can stunt on all your prayer group homegirls. Who got the wild, long, natural fingernails, but don't get a manicure for some reason. And they're just like, no, my nails are just healthy. And you're like, ugh, okay, but like, something, please.
Yo, this is gross. Okay, let's go on to Kenny and Armando. Yes, we shall. Um, I just the only I only have two things to say. He's packing his suitcase on top of the bed. Kenny, I was That is also my you. note. Kenny, come on. I, we don't like bed packers. We the, everybody should know this is a law of the kingdom of 420 day fiance. You do not put your dirty ass suitcase on top upon your bed. If you cared about young Koopy, your grandson, you would not be throwing your suitcase on there. Okay, now look, maybe he cleaned it and we don't know. And I and I wouldn't be surprised if Kenny was the kind of grandfather to do that, to know that it's a nasty suitcase. But from what I'm seeing, I'm having a gut reaction. I could not abide. I'm with you. Always I'm with you. It, it, it made my skin crawl. We are very firmly in the don't put your suitcase on the bed. Don't put your purse on the floor kind of family. Mm-hmm. Um, 420 yeah. Day Fiance. Just easy stuff. Those, these are our... Um, our rules and i don't want to mm-hmm. say rules but they're really our, our de- ideals this is what we care well, about this is how we know we have and we're building a nation because we are have our own sort of subcultures and norms and traditions uh and so that's how i see this is really also a, a much larger experiment i think in democracy uh, is what i normally tell people when they ask what this podcast is <laughs> I love that you try to keep it serious and then you could not do it at the very end. I just like, like the idea I that I would say that, that they would tune in and we're talking about, oh, Jess, Sumit. Oh, God, <laughs> hit the bottom. Hit the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything to say about Kenny and Armando other than his kids love him so much, Kenny. And when he the- said, bye, Grampy Cooper, I died. I- Coopy as a nickname was adorable. Also, the fact that after he drove away, the kids, I'm like getting teared up. The kids did a hug circle. Mm-hmm. Did you fucking not yeah. die when he pulled away? They just all stood in a hug circle together. I was like, oh my God, is this what real family The way he checked like? that rear view one last time. Oh, he's in the Mrs. Babies. And Mrs. Babies. Oh, while he was crying in his car. Oh, it was beautiful. But you sad. know, he's going to be, you know, now he's going to be like with. Armando, though, things will be better. I, you know, he's he's moving towards something good. So I feel at the very least that's what's going on. It's so. beautiful. Let's go right. on to Ariella and Binyam. You know, I don't like Ariella. You're right. Thank you. She sucks, right? She fucking sucks. I knew it right away. I don't know away. if she sucks, but I'm starting to get irritated by her appearance. And I don't want to be vain and say that it's because... I remember the first time you said you didn't like her face. Like mm. you like her face mm-hmm. pisses me off. I said, "Why? Does she remind you of something you went to school with?" And I think you were kind of like, "No, it's just one of those faces that like just, you know, everybody has it. We're not all perfect, okay? I'm not a perfect person." person. Fucking Ariella's face <laughs> gives me the creeps. It her, she reminds me of someone I think that was mean to me or something. I have there's like something, there's something deep, and I'm trying to explore it. I've been talking to my therapist about it. We're gonna, you know, I'm gonna show her some <laughs> images of Ariella, and we're gonna try and work through it. But can I tell you, I have it, a, I have an idea of what it might be. Hmm. So again, we've talked about how you know, I hated her face right away with no good reason, and I admitted that. But now hmm. I think it's that her nose is so aggressively upturned. That like oh, those like, a Whoville. like no like those are the most Caucasian people that ended up making fun of me. You know what I mean? Like oh, my nose is like the anti that nose. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like big and Jewish and out there. I just feel like the mm-hmm. upturned nose motherfuckers are the ones that like would shame me. So when I see her face, I know she's Jewish, but I'm like, right? That nose is violent. It's violence wow. toward against me. Well, that's this I don't one have deep. Quite I'm that, sorry. Yeah, again, I don't know. Though we'll see. We'll see what the therapy renders. Um, but I feel like I will get deeper to this. Maybe it was a teacher. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But she is, you know, she's uh, the, the, when they start off uh, this whole segment, they're doing the thing like where we haven't seen Binyam before. Shout out Binyam Bazune. Um, if this 
Yeah, he's you know, the he's the other Binyam that I know. Yeah. He they do the whole establishing package and they do the fucking lame ass like you know, stock music version of the Lion King of like, yeah, just so you know, we're in Africa. Uh because honestly, Ethiopian music is some of the best African music uh out there. So shame on these ignorant producers. Do you could get a little something, man. There's some do good shit. Do 5 minutes there. of research, bitch. Come on. So do a little research, producers. I get it. Maybe rights and clearances. But hey, would it would it kill you to uh, you know send some money that way? Now, he his life living situation is a little interesting. He talks about how his parents died when he was a teenager, but he doesn't know specifically what happened. He knows um, that they like he knows that they passed away from an illness, but he doesn't know exactly what that was. Yeah, I thought that that was really interesting, too. And I wonder if it's just like, is what he's trying to say that it's uh, they don't that they died from an illness that they don't know what the illness was? Or is it the kind of thing where they don't know because they weren't told? Yeah, or it was something more complicated and it was just explained to him very simply just to, you know, whatever protect him whether it was like drugs or alcohol or whatever it could be but he lives with his brother but it also just seems weird because it's both the parents right like that's the thing if both people died from what he was told as an illness and like i guess at the same time that seems like somewhat like there's a story there that he's just not getting oh yeah yeah for sure and i think that was like that was enough to for me to be like okay um there's there's a lot to unpack this this i think everybody's pulling up with more bags uh than paul uh from paul and carini <laughs> now he is also like he does all kinds of stuff he he you know rocks his body rolls his six pack at the club he's a dancer he's a martial artist he's an mma fighter and you know he was hitting that bag but honestly my man your jab your jab form uh needs some work needs some work man you're telegraphing that jab you're losing power um, so, uh, it might look cool, might, might look nice to have muscles, uh, but take it from me, somebody who, you know, watched a lot of UFC videos, uh, like what that is. <laughs> you are so dumb. He has like 40 abs. Just like, let him do whatever he's he doing. So that many kick abs. was tight. I'm sorry. That kick was super tight. The ba- No, I am not coming after the man's acrobatic like dynamism athletically because yeah he almost like did a guile sonic flip kick and almost fucked that bag up yeah it was tight Uh, that's why like my insecure ass he looked great my soft body was like chicken wing ass jab man that's the that wing in a prayer yeah that jab with the chicken wing bro not a fucking jab (laughs) shit sloppy bro Um, so, but it's not looking good for him. It's a real Jihoon thing where you see that he's sleeping on the couch in his brother's house, and he says that he's the baby of the family and that everyone takes care of him. That mm. is already red flags. And then we see well, that yeah. just like our favorite uh, Yahoo boy, mm-hmm. Soja boy, Soja boy. <laughs> Oh, that was the wrong one. Nope, that's not it. There we go. (laughs) Exactly. Soulja Boy uh, was so far the biggest recording artist to grace 90 Day Fiance. But now, meet Baby Cool and his new single, Yene Yene. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't think is a banger, but other people who are his friends disagree. And we see him in the studio. Other people who are his friends and care about his feelings disagree. But that's for them to shield their friend's ego. For me, it's a no for me dog. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, the music isn't good. He just says that his friends don't like that. He this is a second American girl, the first American girl. Um, he had a baby with in a much some like a really similar timeline kind of thing, and then she mm-hmm. took the baby and left and went back to America. So he never explains why she took his son. He just says, "Oh, it was hard when she did that." What did you do? Yeah, he was like the the child doesn't even know who I am. 
and you could tell that, that kind of got to him for a second. I don't know what is going on, but I think we know there is some secrets. This could be explosive potentially, like whatever is going on here um, between like her mom coming and like the standards they have and what see and you know the place that they're moving into they want to have that as a storyline because like when they tease the next episode just like oh my god the toilet doesn't have a seat this doesn't work uh so yeah i, I get it There's, that's clearly going to be a tension point but i don't know i mean look ariella you're, you're going out there so as drake says you knew what it was when you signed up Yep. and also you really did if your worst thing is like a lack of a toilet seat like calm down You'll shit better if you're hovering. I was going to say, y'all never hover? Come on. That's crazy. That's the OG squatty potty. Hover mm -hmm. shit? My mom taught Although me to hover when I was a wee baby. Wow. Before you could barely get your butt over the toilet without sitting on it because you were knee high to a grasshopper. Well, in Russia, a lot of the like public toilets were like... You Squatting toilet? Yeah, you put like your your yeah. feet on either side and you just fucking hover. Yeah, Japan too. I think only like in the last there was like the last of the squat toilets I met were I were like in a couple different train stations still and I remember when like I would have friends uh come out to Japan and like they would say like you what? What's this? I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you could do it all. You can do it all here, man." <laughs> <laughs> it can all happen here. <laughs> I know it's I know it's tricky, but it'll come out easier. Okay, anyway, so we're done talking about that. Um, let's take a quick break, and then we'll take this show right on out. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm. Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And we're back. That episode. Um, still waiting for some stuff. I'm just trying to think of like what I think of these couples. Okay, Yazan and Brittany, that's a car crash. Devin and Jihoon, car crash. Tim and Melissa, that will be a bit of drama. Uh, Kenny and Armando will give us hope. And Ariella and Baby, I think, is just going to be more drama we don't need. See, that's why I think the balance is off a little bit. Compared to happily ever after. But I think that's inherently part of the vibe of the other way is that it's just a lot more stress because it's always like it's always taking the focus of the American moving there where like traditionally 90 Day Fiance is also typically focused on the American person where you wouldn't see how much of an impact the person moving to another country is having like in that situation when they come to the U.S. because typically everyone's like, they're moving to the U.S. They gotta love it. It's gonna be great. And I think other way is almost like people being like, oh my God, what am I gonna do here? What's going on? What the fuck is this place? Is the vibe of like every single one save for at this point, Kenny and Armando. Yes. So in a way, I feel like maybe it's throwing me off vibe wise. I mean, it's just like xenophobia each way. Like the regular 90 day fiance xenophobia of Americans towards the people that are coming to their country. And then the other way is xenophobia of Americans going somewhere else and for the first time discovering that it's not exactly like America and just being completely fucking shocked and rocked by that, which is right. so, so funny. Yeah. Well, we'll see. That I was mean, look, great. it sounds like we've got, um, we got all kinds of content coming. Um, do you have any reviews you want to read? You know, I do. Uh, this one is from Barbina XO. Oh, it's okay, called Barbina. Call Me Tanya. 
Mm. Five stars. I don't watch the show because all I need is this podcast. But in real life, I just want Sophia to talk to me like she did Tanya before Cancelvania. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Oh, flamage. Loved it. Flamage. Great review. This one is by Sandy Horseshoe. It's titled, mm-hmm. Hello, Thank You. Five stars. This is a funny show, and I appreciate it because I moved across the country and don't have any friends. Womp womp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess what, Sandy Horseshoe? We're your friends now. Yeah. We love you. You know what I do want to do is read mm. some of our DMs, and I am going to do that right now. Uh, Here's a DM from Kate Monster X. It says, I just realized that Kenny from the other way has major Christopher guest and waiting for Guffman energy. (laughs) I desperately need validation of this assessment. LOL. (laughs) Damn. That's deep. Yeah, I, I can see that. Truth. I didn't ever think that. And then when I read that, I was like, oh, fuck. I see. He kind of looks like. When him and his daughter were together, he kind of looks like Adam Conover and Lisa Hanawalt in a very bizarro way because his hair is kind of like Adam Conover's, mm. and the the um and then his daughter looks like a bizarre. Not that she looks exactly like Lisa, but like together, it like it's a very weird echo of the two of them. Truth, real life couple. Shout out to um, Adam. So, so here's oh you got um. Yeah, I got one more from YZ's girl. Love, love, love your podcast. It's one of the few things I look forward to during the stupid pandemic. My husband and I raise Angus beef cattle in South Dakota. As you know, Miles hey. and I are always trying to determine the price of livestock. We started market. with goats. Mm-hmm. Now we're up to yep. cows. All right. We've yep. wanted to know how much uh, a cow beef. costs. So How much one beef? Yep. My husband and I raise Angus beef cattle in South Dakota. You can buy a pregnant cow for fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, depending on their age. Wow, that's a pretty good deal. It seems we sell Whoa, their babies yo. for hopefully eight hundred to eleven hundred, depending on the market, which has also been fucked hard by COVID. Unfortunately, our cows do not get floral head wreaths, nor do they come, nor do they get to come in my house. But if it were up to me, they would. <laughs> Okay, that's a very, very good thing to know. I was, I thought around two grand seemed fair, but now you hear you get a pregnant cow for two grand. I mean, that's two for one, baby. Yeah, that's two <laughs> cows. You get two cows for the price of one. That's a great. That's a great deal. Uh, um, the other thing I just want to say is good news for uh, all the K ones out there because they did it. Stace and Darce Stars. getting their own spin-off. Stars and Dares. Uh. And you know we are going to have to watch that shit. Now, I don't know if it's going to end up like Family Chantal because I remember when Family Chantal came out, we were very excited. We said, And then yes, we had to abandon it. I like it. this. Abandon it. It was absolute trash. trash. Not good trash. So, like bad trash. So we'll see what happens because I think there'll be more Florian because I think he's got his visa now. Um, I don't know what happened with Jesse and Tom. I'm sure they'll try and find it, kind of get their way into there, but be denied. And then they say, I think we also will meet her, their mother. Oh too. my God, the mothership. So, yeah, I can only imagine what that is. I like. need to know who birthed Stace and Dars. Everything about me. Needs I don't even want to look. I don't. I know I could probably look and find out, but I just need the show to like. I have to wait for the when show. I, when I turn it on. Anyway, all right. Well. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, you can catch us everywhere. You know, uh, the 420 Day Fiance is a production of iHeartRadio. You can catch us on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your free podcast anywhere, really, truly. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 420DayFiance. Uh, with that, I've been Sophia Alexandria. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia S-O-F-I-Y. Hey, um, and then also on my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown, with Courtney Kosak. Also, I have a stand-up album out. You should check it out. 
supports your supports your your fellow K1, okay? Uh, and give give it a rating. You know, let people know. Let people know you're on the right side of history. Wow, that was so lovely. Thank you so much. Um, and I have been Miles Gray. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray spelled with an A. And mm-hmm. you can also find me on the Daily Zeitgeist every day with Jack O'Brien, unless I'm on furlough. And still, I will be back. I shall rise again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not like the South, though. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. You know, you know, get those two doses a week. Uh, keep the doctor away or whatever it is. Keep your definitely keep button up shirts away. You keep listening to this show. Uh, but anyway, love you all. Take care. Be safe. Bye. Be easy. Looking to make a positive impact on the health and wellness of your community? Achieve your biggest goals with Duquesne University's School of Pharmacy. Prepared for success, our students benefit from a 99% job placement rate and a six-figure average starting salary. Choose from Bachelor, Doctor of Pharmacy, and graduate programs offered online and on campus, or transfer in. Specialize in areas such as pediatrics, acute care, or research. Visit duq.edu slash pharmacy. Sometimes you need a good cry, and we know just the podcast for that. Crying in Public, a weekly podcast hosted by four 20-something college women living in New York City. Follow along while they discuss growing up in a time where there's no distinction between what's public and what's private. When you're hooking up with a guy, what are your takes on keeping your socks on? (laughs) It's funny. It's enlightening. It's the Crying in Public podcast. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.